The Mom Babe community started from a simple observation. Moms want more. We have the best job in the world, but we are also running the world while cleaning up the kitchen. You're listening to the Mom Babe podcast, where every day we are serving up coffee in one hand and confidence in the other. We're your hosts, Christina and Carolyn, founders of the Mom Babes, sisters, coaches, and moms. We're here to encourage, inspire, and challenge you to show up each day as your best self. Whatever season of motherhood you're rocking, we are here, right alongside you. No judgment, no eye rolls. Save those for our kids. We believe motherhood is better together, so we are inviting you to come sit at our table. This podcast will give you your daily dose of, girl, you got this, because we know motherhood is hectic, exhausting, and straight up hard. So let's not do this alone. Whether you're folding laundry, commuting to work, or wrangling three kids to get their shoes on, just know you're doing one hell of a good job. Remember, you matter. And so do your dreams, your desires, and your priorities. We are here to tell you, you can have it all. Girl, you're a mom, babe. Let's get this kitchen party started. Grab your cup, because we're going to fill it up. Mom babes, welcome back to the Mom Babe podcast. Carolyn here. Finally, we're starting season two. And oh my gosh, we are starting season two with such a bang. So um I just I'm so excited to be back because we ended season one with my sister taking on the mic and, and interviewing the guests. So um I just could not be happier to be back uh live on the airways, I guess you should say and especially interviewing our very first guest of season two, and I guess our first guest of 2021, which we have Yiska Yvonne here, and she's a numerologist. I have to actually practice saying that because I know nothing about numerology and how it works. And so I thought it'd be such a cool way to start season two and the year to have Yiska here with us and just tell us all about like numerology and how it works and how it's going to affect us. And this, oh my gosh, I have so many questions. So poor Yiska, you better be ready because girlfriend, um, I got a lot of questions. So Yiska, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yay. Okay. So I think the best thing to do is Yiska, can you just tell us a little bit about you and where you live? Because I know you're not local to, um, to where we are in the lower mainland in, in, in BC in Canada. And maybe just tell us like, yeah, like who you're a mom to, and maybe a little bit like how you got to numerology and where you are now in your journey. Sure. So I actually live in Arizona in America, the United States. Well, we're all in America, the United States of America. Um, I actually grew up in Florida though, but I just traded one snowbird warm place for another one. <laughs> so oh. I'm so this jealous. This one has mountains. <laughs> it's nice here. It is beautiful here. I love it. And um, so I'm from Arizona and I actually have three children. So I have a, my son, he's nine. Uh, my daughter is five. She'll be six in a couple of weeks. And my youngest daughter is one. She just turned one in October and their names are Elias, Moon, and Yule. So Elias is our son. Moon is the middle girl and Yule is the baby girl. And um. I've been doing numerology, so I've been studying numerology since 2001, um, since I think it was 
August or July that I get introduced to it. So pre 9-11, which is like kind of dating things. Um, but I'm only 32. So I started getting interested in it when I was 12. Um, long story short, I went to this, I ended up at this metaphysical fair and started like look learned about tarot cards. I was like, what's a tarot card? And um, all this amazing <laughs> stuff. And then numerology popped up and there were all these books on it. So I bought them and I was unschooled. So it's kind of like a extreme form of homeschooling where you don't have any curriculum really. You just kind of, kind of lead what you study. So I just studied that for the next forever. <laughs> and, um, I just got really into like esoteric mystic stuff. And that's really what I studied that in history. And I have been using it, you know, on and off, on and off it's come back, but it's been in the past two years that I've actually gotten started more in terms of client side. Like, so working with clients, working with people that I don't know. And then it's in the past year, I kind of took a break from the internet. My great grandmother passed away last year and just dealing with those, all of the stuff that comes with that and family things. And I kind of got into to a space of like being by myself, really honing in on everything I know. And I really channeled this whole new form of numerology that I call quantum numerology. So it's all about the small incremental steps that lead to the bigger macro picture. And for me, it was all about, you know, like you said, you don't know anything about numerology and numerology is very esoteric. And my whole goal is to make it less esoteric, to make it applicable, to make it simple because it's so powerful and it can help people. But in its current form, it's very esoteric and, and it can be very limiting in some ways in terms of, oh, this is my number. This is who I am. It's kind of like almost like a personality test where the way that I've channeled it and the way that I've applied it in my life and in my husband's life and in my friend's lives and in my client's lives is that it's freeing. It's all about freedom. Everything that I do with numerology comes back to self-love and autonomy. So that's just a little introduction <laughs> to how I do things. Oh my gosh. I'm loving this. I'm like already writing notes. I'm like, okay, esoteric. Okay. Quantum numerology. All right. I want to know what all these things are. We don't want it to be esoteric. We don't exactly. want it. No, we don't. I don't want it to be a cult. And so like a lot of people think a cult, they think tarot cards. No, the word occult means hidden. And I'm all about de-occulting uh, mysticism. So it's not about an initiation or a secret yeah. club. You know, I want to make yeah. it just simple for people because I just, you know, my, even where my children can understand it and, and apply it in different ways. So that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Well, I know, I love that because I know for those of you who are listening, Yiska and I met actually, we've never actually met in person, um, but we met a couple of weeks ago in a quantum goal setting workshop, which I think you, you and I were like the ones like fiercely on the chat, like yes. sharing, <laughs> sharing all our, all of our, uh, yeah, our thoughts and our feelings and our manifestations and all these things. And like, literally Yiska was the one who was like, yeah, I want to be on a podcast. And I just typed back, you can be on ours. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm ready to be on the podcast world again. You know, it's been a while. So I just think, and I just knew right from then that obviously, yeah, you're a woman who is so like you, like it makes sense. You're all about freedom and making neurology about self-love and starting that journey because it's, it is so freeing. And I think that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast too, to share and open up like moms like me who, okay, I've heard of numerology, but yeah, I don't know anything about it. And so I think it's really cool that we can have other moms who can, yeah, just 
open up our world. I think it's so cool when we can keep learning. So yeah, and it's really useful with working with children. I mean, it's all about the self-knowledge. So like my kind of tagline is know thyself and be badass. So it's all about like the more you know who you are, the more awesome you're going to be. And who you are is always changing. So self-knowledge is self-love. Um, the more that you it's not um how would I put it? It's not selfish. Maybe, I mean, maybe it is quote unquote selfish, right? But it's not wrong or selfish to want to learn more about yourself. And um, it's, you know, all about, for me, the freedom part is like with my children, I'm raising my children to be free to be who they are. And I see numerology, you know, in our lives, just as a tool to understand the energy that they came here to, 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 to want to experience life through. We can get into that if you want to ask about that, like, what is numerology? How does it work? You know, we can start wherever, but yeah, it's all about freedom through self-love. The more you love yourself, like the more that you, you just, you understand that life is free, that like you're free to make the choices you need to make. So. Oh my gosh. You just got, I feel like I need to come to Arizona and just be with you all the time. Come to me. (laughs) I really want to do like retreats one day. And I'm somebody's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know. Sit around the pool and talk. I am in, honestly, I literally, my girlfriend and I went to Arizona and we went to Sedona. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Sedona is definitely the place that you yes. go. <laughs> and we went to this like a uh, dance class. And I remember us like leaving there being like, I think we just changed our lives. I'm not sure, but I think our lives have been changed. <laughs> the only thing I remember from Sedona is that they had a dolphin communication class. So that was very, that was very, <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm like, what happens in Sedona? I'm not quite sure, but it's life-changing. I, I know that, <laughs> but, um, but sure. Why don't we, um, for those, like even for myself or those listening, maybe, like for numerology and you say like we have our numbers but we're we're freeing ourselves like where would one start for numerology so i've i've listened to the podcast and i'm like okay like yiska says i'm like to know more self-knowledge is more freeing and like self-love and but do i have to know my number like what like how would one come about starting with numerology So numerology is their numbers are calculated. So when I did this kind of quantum numerology that I channeled, I started calculating numbers in a completely different way. And what I found is that people that were my friends, so some of my friends who I had done calculations with through the old kind of like old school numerology, which there's two different forms, uh, not really that important, but there's Pythagorean numerology, which was made by Pythagoras. The yeah, the a, a equals b squared. Yeah, I don't I've know. heard of I'm that one. I'm actually not a math person, so believe it or not, um, I I love the philosophy of math, but I do not understand math um, that well, or I don't know formulas, but. Um, I guess I know some formulas. I shouldn't hate on myself that much. I'm not a, not a math person in terms of being able to do algebra and whatnot very well, but there's Pythagorean numerology and then there's Chaldean numerology, which is more of like the Eastern side. So Chaldean numerology is, you know, um, Chaldeans is, what are they called? Per, the Persians, so the mm-hmm. ancient Persians. Um, and I kind of came up with this new way of doing it. And when I went back to my friends, I had always done Pythagorean numerology. And when I went back to my friends who I did it with, and I gave them their new numbers, they were like, the old numbers made sense, but these numbers make even more sense. And I was like, yeah, I've got something here. And I actually came forth with this new idea. So there were always four numbers. Um, there's the life path number that's based on your date of birth. And then there's the soul urge number, the persona number, and the destiny number. And those last three are based on your birth name. And then I channeled this new concept for a number called the completion number. And that's what I call your I am statement. And it's all of the other numbers combined. 
And when I channeled that and gave it to my friends, so I had done, you know, numerology with like three, four years ago, they were just like, this brings it all together. And I was like, okay, I'm on to something. I'm ready to share this. But really, I just want to make, I want to start with this. So people say, why do you go with your date of birth and your birth name? Like, what if I changed mm-hmm. my name or I'm married yeah. or whatnot? It's because your soul no matter if somebody believes in reincarnation or whatever, that doesn't really come into it. The fact is, is that you chose to, you chose to come to this life to be born in the time you were born and to be born to the people, grandparents, parents, uh, custodians, guardians, whoever gave you the name you have that you had at birth, you chose that because life is experience. So I always say like the currency of the, ex- the currency of the existence you have in this physical world is experience. Um, there are experiences in the spiritual world, but in the physical world, it's cause and effect. If you, you know, if my cat, mm. I don't have a cat right now, but I want one. But if, if my cat pushes the glass off the desk, it's going to fall on the ground. <laughs> you know, it's not going to yeah. rise up. There's cause and effect. That's just the example I use because I can always imagine cats pushing things off of desks. They, can't. <laughs> but, <laughs> they love to do that. Uh, but you know, the currency of this world is experience. And so, you know, that's the first thing you start with. So in numerology, like I said, there's those five numbers, there's the life path. So the the life path is um, the experiences you've come to have. I always start with that number when I do readings, when I work with clients, we start there because the experiences, they shape who you are. Now, disclaimer, you don't have to let certain experiences shape who you are, but you came to experience life so that your you, your ego, the, the, the you that is you could grow through experience. The experiences that you have in some way make you who you are. But the great thing is that you came to experience them in the first place mm-hmm. and you're free to choose which ones you want to define you and which ones you say, I experienced that, that's good. And really the whole defining factor underneath this is that the life path is really, it's about the lessons you came to learn, but the lessons Hmm. you learn are through the experiences because you can't know what you do want if you haven't experienced what you don't want. So you need Mm -hmm. that, that dichotomy. You need that. I don't like this to experience well, what are you going to turn it into? And essentially with the life path, it's not about what you've come here to do. It's more the path that you're actually walking along and the path that you're walking along in, it informs all the other numbers. It informs the, the soul urge. Like, what do you love to do is informed by that. The persona, the mask that you wear when you go out, that's informed by that. And the destiny number, which is what you came here to do and kick butt at, that's informed by that. And then there's the completion number. And really, you know, the experiences that you have end up fueling into like how you complete yourself. Now, a lot of people will say, isn't this a little bit deterministic? So deterministic means that um, everything is planned. It's kind of like this idea, like a determinism is, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to happen to you in the future. And a, a good example I have of this, so I always have this term that I coined up called energetic epigenetics. So in genetics there, you know, there was this belief that like, if you had the gene for cancer or the gene for alcoholism or the gene for this or the gene for that, then you're going to get that disease. But we've come to understand that there's this thing called epigenetics, that the way that you eat, the way that you live, the way that you even think can turn certain genes off or on. So like, even if you have a gene for cancer, if you're a more positive person, it can actually 
turn the gene off or the gene is off, but if you become a negative person, it can actually turn the gene on. And we found that through studies. And so to me, like energetic epigenetics is this, you have these numbers, you have this energy, your soul came here. And it was like, I want to be born on that day. I want to be born to this name. I want to have this experience in life. And I'm going to keep my, so your inner being, your soul is going to keep seeking out those experiences. The thing is, is most of us are running on like programming consciousness we're just letting the subconscious kind of rule us and we're not being aware of it. But when you become aware of it, you're like, oh, I want to have these experiences. That's why that keeps popping up in life. Then energetic epigenetics, you're like, oh, I see. Instead of these experiences happening to me, they're happening for me. I can, I can use them Mm -hmm. to create something. So I always feel like um, illustrations are good. So my life path is a 44. And I channeled these kind of like messages for all of the numbers. And um, one of the channeled messages for the 44 was you are here to learn how to turn the lead of life into gold. So a 44 life path is somebody who's here to have experiences that might seem like really hard, but it's how can I turn into gold and how can that impact other people? So depending on what your, your life path number is, you have like a different message and I can start with yours. Do you want to, do you want to know yours? Cause I did I, yours. <laughs> I, I do, but I think when I first emailed you, I gave you my, like my married name. That's fine. I, your life path based on your date of birth. So don't worry. We'll okay, do the other ones later. Like I gave <laughs> yeah. you like the turkey pin, but actually like my birth name would be bell. Like my last name is. That is bell. what everybody I work with. I'm always like, I put in my, my clients, like I have a form and I'm like, put your full name, your middle name too, please. I need all of it, people. But no, that's fine because your life path is actually based on your date of birth. So okay. You don't need your name. Um, but so your life path is eight. And the lesson is that you are here to learn what true power is and what it means. So, what kind of experiences do you think you're going to have if you have to learn power? You're going to have a lot of experiences that might make you feel disempowered. Because the more you have an experience of somebody trying to disempower you, the more that you understand what power is how to take power back and how to actually wield it in a way that is positive for you and like those around you. I actually, I want you to repeat that again, because I'm like trying to write it down, but I actually cannot believe that you just said the number eight, because that's been my favorite number and my number for everything, like my entire life. Like it had to be my Jersey number. It had, like when we moved to our house, we had to have an eight in it. Like my son, I was like this, luckily he was, I like, he had his birth year has an eight because I'm like, everything I do, I want to have eight. (laughs) And I'm like sitting here in our office, like recording with you. And like, I have my university Jersey from like when I played softball um, and it's hanging right here and it's the number eight. And it's like the fact that you're like, your number's eight. I'm like, of course it is. (laughs) I noticed that a lot. Like there's these little synchronistic things that pop up and it's just confirmation. And I will say, um, a lot of people are using so many energetic tools out there. There's human design, there's astrology. I actually used to be an astrologer. I used to do astrology with clients too. <laughs> and so I bring astrology into um, numerology a lot. All of these tools are useful, but they're tools, right? They're tools mm-hmm. for us. And the cool thing about numerology is that, so human design for one, a lot of your listeners will probably know what that is because it's mm-hmm. huge right now. Um, it uses your date of birth, your place of birth and your time of birth, a lot like astrology does. Mm-hmm. I've done every single client whose numerology I've done, which again, only uses your date of birth, your birth name, which coincidentally shouldn't have anything to do with the place of birth or the time of birth. 
every client I've ever had, it matches up perfectly with their human design. They're like, what is going on? This is creepy. <laughs> so yeah. It's creepy in a good way, but like every yes. time I do readings, I get goosebumps. Like, and the people are with me, we're all like, what's going on? And they're like, how do you know that? And I'm like, I don't know it. You know it. You just, you, sh- you know, it's the numbers. <laughs> it's like what you chose to come here for. But so I'll repeat it again okay. with an eight. Your lesson is you're here to learn what true power is and what it means. So the experiences that somebody with a life path eight is probably going to have more often are experiences that might seem disempowering Mm -hmm. or experiences of people trying to say, no, you can't have that power. And it's through those experiences, you know, when you become aware that you're like, oh, I don't want to feel that way. How do I learn what true power is and how do I do it in a way, have a wield my power in a way that's positive for me and those around me? What does power mean to me? Like, where do I feel most powerful? And that's the lesson that somebody with a life path is here to learn. So I was giving, I wanted to give an illustration to make a bit, make a bit of sense for people. Cause it can seem really confusing at first, but. Oh, I yeah. know now I'm just like, my mind's like blown. I'm like, oh my gosh, what else can you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and that's the thing is that like I said, I always start with a life path. There's so many other numbers. And I know a lot of people are like, well, how do I do this for myself? So I created a specific way to calculate it when I'm dealing with numerology. So if you go on the internet and you use a calculator for like Pythagorean numerology or anything like that, you might get a different number. So mm-hmm. I always tell people like DM me on Instagram and I will calculate your numbers for you for free. And I will give you the, 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 there's these beautiful, um, I created these beautiful, uh, kind of graphics with the um, channeled messages for each number that I oh, can amazing. Call. but I'm creating a calculator. My husband's a computer programmer and we are programming together a calculator. It should be up in the next week, probably by the time this is done being uh, edited and broadcast, it should be up by then. So go to my, go to my Instagram and click on the link and you can calculate your numbers. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> we're going to, yeah, before we leave, we'll make sure that we'll tell everybody where they can find you yeah. and how to find you because I'm like, I will, I will start working on it really hardcore today. I'll get it done by okay. this week. <laughs> because now I'm going to be telling everybody like, Hey, you got to go to Yiska's Instagram. You got to click on the link. This is where you're going to find your number. The link makes it easier. Cause I think I did like 12 people in one day and I'm just sitting here writing and you know, I'm always double checking to make sure the numbers are right. And I'm like, okay, I got to take a break and drink some coffee or something. <laughs> Doing it by hand is definitely, it's, it's, it's not insane, but it's just a little bit painstaking. So it's nice to have technology helping me. 100%, 100%. So, okay. So now that I know my number is eight, and your life path. That's only one. Now I'll okay. tell you something really cool. I'm going to tell you something really cool. This is okay. going to blow your mind. Okay. So I did a permutations or like combination combinations calculation. And that just tells you how many different combinations there are. So there are 13 different numbers in quantum numerology, and there are five different numbers that you have. So you have five different sets of 13 different numbers, like any one of those combinations. And I did the combinations and I came out with the fact that you could have Essentially, your numerology, anybody out there listening, is one in like 6,850. That's the odds of that you're going to meet somebody else um, that has the same numerology as you. So in a room of 7,000 people, you might meet somebody who has the same numbers you do. And I think that's what I love about numerology is it's so unique. Um, it's so like, oh, wow. You know? <laughs> There's yeah, so many differences. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I think that the odds of your plane like your pilot in a plane being drunk is like one in 177. So it's, 
I don't think, and the odds of finding a, finding a pearl in an oyster is like one in 12,000. So it's a little bit in between those two. So, yeah. There you go. We got, we got pretty good odds. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty amazing though. Like when you, when you realize like it's very, a lot of people say, well, you know, numbers and it's very unique. Um, there are 13 different numbers, five different kind of combinations, how they can come out. And so your life path is eight, the lessons you've come to learn. Um, I'll have to recalculate though with your birth name for your other ones. <laughs> okay, I know, shoot, after you just said that, I was like, dang it. I can I do it real fast and then we okay. can like edit it out, but it'll take me, <laughs> you, can th- you can ask me some more stuff while okay. I do it. Yeah, I can ask you more questions. Okay, so now I'll ask you like a relevant question, but not so relevant so that you can no worry about my numbers. Um, but I found it really interesting that you said that right at the beginning, which I did not know about this about you, um, with like your upbringing in school and like, I'm like, my day job is I'm a teacher and I find it. And now with COVID, like we have so many kids that I support doing homeschool as well as kids being online, as well as the kids I have in like my classroom. So now with your upbringing, like do your kids go to school? Are they homeschools or do they not go to like a traditional school? My children are unschooled. So they have the same kind of thing I have where it's kind of like homeschooling, but um, it's just, there's no curriculum. So we just do child-led learning and they kind of learn what they feel like learning. And then we kind of figure around 14 or 13 or 14, that's kind of the age where you kind of figure out more like what you want to do with yourself, then that's where we want to support them. So my son is going to be 10 in March. So he's getting a little bit closer to that. And that's where we want to support them in terms of an example. Um, my, like I said, my son's nine. So we don't really ask him like, what do you want to be? Cause we're like, you're still a kid. Yeah. Just, just yeah. Have fun. But when he, if he was like, you know, I want to be an engineer, Okay. Or, or, or a computer programmer, like my husband is a software engineer. Um, then we're just going to give him the tools or the experience that he needs for that. So getting him in touch with like coding school or anything like that, that they might want. So if my daughters wanted to be, um, accountants, or if they wanted to be numerologists, if they wanted to be astrologists, I've been thinking all the jobs they could be. Yeah. All the different things you could be. It's just, there's the openness to kind of focus on that. So there's not a focus on like specific subjects, so to speak. It's more like, what do you like? Kind of go for that. Um, I will say there's a lot more support in our household to how we do it. The way that I grew up was very hands-off. So it's a little bit more like hippie kind of upbringing. (laughs) It's not so much that in our home. (laughs) No, but it's really, really interesting because I think, you know, so many times we're we're all in these... um, like structures or, or traditions that we've grown up with. And that's what you think it has to be. And I just think it's really interesting with with me just also just being an educator that, and it's the one thing I've really learned in this last year of, especially with having to teach in so many different ways and to be much more open-minded to how kids actually learn. Um, I just think it's really fascinating when I can meet other moms and other families of how they're doing schooling and education and in, in the best way that suits their family. And I just think, um, yeah, I was become more fascinated about it because before I would be, I will be completely honest. I was like, what, you don't go to school. What's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it, it's, it's a definitely a paradigm that people, I think, yeah. just, you know, the one good thing that came out of everything that happened is that 
in the past year is that people did be like become more open and realize there are different mm-hmm. ways to do things. And I think the way that we do it is like, we never think of one thing as wrong or right. Like everybody has differences. So some children just thrive in the school environment and they love it and it's good mm-hmm. for them. And, and some parents just cannot handle homeschooling and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I mean, I honestly, I have friends who homeschool, um, you know, like a homeschool community that I'm in and I'm like the only unschooler. So everybody else has a curriculum and they mm. have a schedule and I'm like, I couldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. That's not you're like, Yeah, exactly. I could not I, keep up with it and trying to instruct them and like, you know, sit down, do the workbook. I'm just like, uh, I didn't grow up doing that either though. So I think it's a little bit different for me, but um that's really the, you know, that ties back to like the freedom thing is that like everybody's different, everybody's unique and they all learn differently. And the problem is that if you get into the homeschooling side, then there can be a us versus them. And I don't Mm -hmm. believe in that. I'm just like, if your kids are happy where they are, then that's good. You know, that's what matters is like, how, how happy are they? Because you can be, you know, homeschooled but like it can be more work than than school in person sometimes <laughs> depending on the parent and you know the expectations so I oh. think it's just are our children happy and are they doing something that's going to like light the world up that's the most important thing I figure abundance will come from that it always does well, for us, so. <laughs> well exactly and I think that's a really important like that's most, that's the most important because you mean all the like buzzwords and education of the social and emotional learning and the things that we're trying to teach in school, but because of so many of the constructs, like you actually can't teach some of those things because of the way the systems have been put in place. And you see what some of my students need, um, that are just so, um, it, you know, it's really hard to offer those things in a, in a traditional setting. So yeah, no, I just think it's really interesting. And I love coming across families because, I think for me, that's been a real growth as an educator um, with that piece, because like I said before, I'd be like, no, you have to come to school. This is how it works. And this is the best because honestly, that's, I mean, that's how I get a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, and then you realize there's, it's so many people out there who like, who are just, who still, you know, a lot of people learned with, uh, at least in America. So America is, um, United States, I should say, I hate saying America. There's a lot of America that's not United States, but um, in the United States, um, we have different states. So it's a little bit different here, like how the laws work. Each state has different homeschooling rules. I know in Arizona, it's like the most relaxed and Florida is too. In Arizona, it's pretty laid back. It's like you send in a piece of paper and you tell them I'm homeschooling my child and they never bothered you again. And I just <laughs> love that. That's why I moved here. Yeah. But like that's, I don't know. I know this is kind of going off topic a little bit, but I just think, no, it's really, I don't think it is. I think it's so connected. Honestly, it really I is. Think it's really cool. And I just, yeah, I've learned that so much this, this past year that exactly that just you do you and you do what's best for your family and what you think, because your kids are, because you're giving them the exactly what they need at that point of like the more you know yourself the more self-love and more freeing it can be and like that's what I love that you're that example of that like you know yourself and you you and your husband have chosen to do what works best for your family and I just yeah I just think that's really cool because I think there's probably a lot of moms and women and families out there that you know want that too but a maybe don't know how to do it or b are just straight up scared 
I think a lot of it is fear, a fear yeah. of family and things. And that's like, yeah. you know, a lot of the work that I've done with clients sometimes that came in with the families and whatnot. And it's not about homeschooling, but about other things. And it's like, you're, you're going to have to tell them sooner or later, so just get it out the way. And do yeah. it. I will say for us, the one great thing is that, you know, we've been homeschooling our, you know, unschooling our children forever. And my husband's been working from home since 2018. So when 2020 kind of happened, it was like, well, not much changed. We're always yeah. home. So I was really thankful for that. It wasn't, I don't know what I would do if I was like working out of the home, my kids are in school, it would just be a whole crazy thing. So I was really thankful that things didn't change much for us. We're kind of homebodies. We go out to natural places. We don't, we don't go out to like restaurants and I don't go to the bar or anything. Like yeah, that. no, I'm thankful for that. It's we're blessed for sure. Well, I love it. I think I like that you, you've taught me something today, which I really highly enjoy. So yeah. And you know, I want to say real fast, I don't know if you want to edit this out or not. Um, when you said your last name was bell, how was, was it just B E L L? Yep. Like ding dong. Okay. <laughs> That's so funny because I call my dog a ding dongs. <laughs> oh, it's all good. I know. We... But everything else is the same. So Carolyn and Christiel. Yeah. Crystal. Yeah. And C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-L, right? Uh, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L. T-E-L. Okay. Yeah. T-E-L. Got it. I'll, ca- I'll calculate it while we talk more. <laughs> Just doing it in the background. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I'm so excited. I've never, um, yeah, had anything, had anything done like this before. So this is. Most people's experience with numerology is this book called the birthday book. And it's like, well, this is the day you were born on. Like I was born on the 28th of August. So it's like, you were born on the 28th. So like, this is your personality. And I'm like, no, (laughs) it's just too basic. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, like I said, it's all of the numbers combined. There's five different numbers. So you're combining them all you're you're looking at how each one informs the next but we always start with that life path number because it's experience and again experience is the language of existence and what you experience is going to tell you a lot about how you express yourself through each and every other energetic component of yourself like when we're speaking about numerology specifically but yeah (laughs) all these all these things i'm like and then obviously like you know um, like all your kids numbers. And so how does that like affect you as a family? Like knowing that, um, okay. Like you have, you're the number 44, your husband's going to be a certain number. Your kids are certain numbers. So my husband's life path is a 33. Um, and my children, so I have all my children, their life paths and I have all the numbers. I have them written down. I can't remember everybody's. (laughs) I'm constantly talking to people and I'm like, oh my goodness. And, but you know, yeah, it's, it's so, a big thing in numerology was compatibility. I've had a lot of people mm-hmm. tell me this, like, I have a boyfriend, I have a husband, like, what's his number? How are we compatible? And I'm like, there's no such thing as compatibility or uncompatibility. Any number can be compatible with another number. It's more like just understanding your energy and how it could best work together. Totally. And that's how I do it. So, you know, uh, some things will say like, you know, you're all, like Pythagorean numerology or numerology book you might pick up might be like, well, you know, five and a five and an eight won't get along, but it's just not, I don't see it that way. I figure it just where are the kind of pro the weaknesses and the strengths. And then you focus more on the strengths. There's a, there's a negative and a positive to everything. So there's no such thing as like incompatibility between two numbers as much as it's just, where are you focusing more on that? And I think relationships are 
they come into almost all of my clients' talks, even when it's sometimes it's more about their business mm-hmm. life. Because to me, relationships are really a good factor of your like abundance in your life and how you're moving through life appropriately. Um, so it's just, you know, how well you're riding the waves in turn. So I had this little talk I did about relationships because it's like a ship mm-hmm. and how well you're riding the waves of your relations with other people in your ship, which is your mind and your body, right? Yeah. It's such a good factor of like how well you're going to do in other areas of life. So when I do work with clients, a lot of the times they'll bring up their, their children, their husband, their partner, their boyfriend, their girlfriend. And it's like, okay, let's just get all their numbers and go through it and see what's going on. Because, you know, your relationship with your children is going to be so important to how you express your relationship with your clients. If you have a business or with your students, if you're a teacher or with Mm -hmm your, you know, your boss, if you work in like a more like corporate job, you know, it's all going to be there, like your home life. And then if people don't have children or a partner, that's fine too, because you, ha- you're still relating with people either online or like, you know, out off the computer, like in the workplace, there's always a relationship happening. So yeah. how we understand that is best. And then they have to go in there, ask their boss, what's your date of birth? Yeah. <laughs> don't well, do that. Wonder- <laughs> you can do that if you want, but <laughs> oh, yeah, but well, actually my, my boss's birthday was just, uh, like two days ago. So there you go. I already know yeah. it. <laughs> But that's the one thing I actually I really like because I actually have listened to a few um, podcasts um, recently, like knowing that I was going to have you on here. And and there's been a couple that I listened to about numerology a little bit, and but they did do the Pythagorean like numerology, but I found that they- um, Nothing wrong with it. I don't want to hate on it. I just have a different- No, no, no. But the one, <laughs> no, but the one thing that I, I really liked um, now with talking with you is the fact that like kind of that piece of- so I know sometimes like even when you would know um, like whether it's astrology or other things, like sometimes you can get really fixated on that number. Like, well, I'm a number eight. So that tells me this and that's going to be this. And then, but I like how you've developed your own way in the sense that, you know, it's a more both the energies and the relationships. And there's, so I like that there is, it's not, it is more that freeing idea and not so limiting in the sense that this is what my number is supposed to be doing. So I really like yeah, that. Yeah, and I developed that, like I said, just through like the years. I mean, I don't even know how many years it's been since since 2001, but it's been a long time. <laughs> so yeah, no. I don't even want to think about how many years. I mean, I guess I was 12 or just almost 13. So 32, 20 years, I think it's been since then. So yeah, I think yeah, I'm right. Yeah, 2021. I, like I said, I'm not a math person. Not yeah. a, my, my son's better at mental math than I am. He's a genius. So. I love it. I love it. This is just so so cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, the other thing that I, I, I wanted to ask you too, is, um, with, I get, um, okay. How do I, how do I phrase it here? Um, okay. So you're right now, like you're calculating my completion number and I will have like my, I am, st- my, I am statement. So then if people were to come find you, they do this work with you. And then, and then what, like, in terms of like the application piece. So, okay. I know that my life, um, path is, um, what that true power is and, and what it means. So now that I know that and I'm going through my life experiences, like, would you say that knowing your completion number would be a way to kind of help guide you through life? Or is it just more of that common knowledge just to be more aware of like what's happening around you? 
So it's all about the combination. So the way that I work with clients like right now is I used to do one-on-one sessions that were just like a one-time session. So we would end up being like in a three or four hour session. (laughs) They were like marathons and they were intense and they were insane and everybody got so much value from them, but it was just, it was, it just felt so um, prematurely abrupted. It was like, okay, Mm. we're done. Where do we go from here? And in that they understood a lot of things and they, many of my clients, they utilize those things. They're doing great. It just felt like this could be something that we could go deeper into. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was, is I switched up the way I do things. And now what I do the majority of the time is I do five different sessions. And it's, so it's like a five week, I've still been thinking of the word I would use, I think commitment kind of where we re, we work together. So if I work with a client, we work together for five weeks. Um, and each week we do a session. So the first week we do life path then the solar, oh, yeah. the persona, then the destiny number, and then the completion number. And what I do usually is there's an option where they can do like something called Voxer. It's like a walkie talkie oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they can ask questions and, you know, they can Voxer me at three in the morning, even though I'm sleeping, I get it in the morning, I can answer them. You know, they're like, what's Ooh, going yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's, I started to realize that there's so much to dig into. And there's so much work to be done around each specific number, but essentially the way that I look at it is this. So your life path number is the lessons you've come to learn. That's the experiences you're having. You're experiencing what you don't want. You're experiencing what you do want through that. You're kind of creating what you do want, the life that you do want, the lessons. It's just the path you've come to walk on. What are the lessons, experiences that are going to keep popping up in your life and integrating that number is understanding that those experiences are happening for you, not to you. So you're not a victim of fate. Mm -hmm. You're experiencing this for a reason. You wanted to experience this in a way. And then there's a soul urge. So the soul urge is your deepest desires. Like what lights you up inside? What makes you feel good? Like, what is it that you should be expressing that usually people aren't? And when I tell people their soul urge, they're like, that is me. Yes. But I'm not expressing myself that way because I'm scared to. Mm. And that's kind of like where I activate them to like, and we, you know, there's no such thing as like, I don't really do homework. I'm an unschooled person. I'm not a homework person. (laughs) Each person's homework is very specific to them. I will say like take home or like to do activities. So it'll be like, if their soul urge is let's say a, um, let's say it's a six. So the six Solarge is all about, um, you know, tolerance and teaching people healing, that kind of thing. And a lot of people that I've known who were, excuse me, who were a Solarge six tend to be kind of like a little bit more afraid to afraid to like speak up for things that Mm, mm -hmm. they want to speak about. So like, they're all about the solar six is like at heart, you are a teacher of tolerance and love and want to show the world how to heal. And they have all these, their desire is to like, tell people about healing, to tell people about like love, but like, they're afraid to, because they think that they'll seem too like sentimental or they, and it Mm, depends mm -hmm. on their other numbers. So it depends on their life path. It depends on a lot of, it's always so specific. So I don't like to like well, this is, you know, it's so totally. specific yeah. to what your other numbers are, but a lot of people that I've had two different people with a solar six tend to be afraid to do that because they're afraid that they won't be taken seriously. It's like, oh, you're like, like sensitive type thing. Gotcha. And it's kind of getting them to work through that. So, Hey, you know, 
how can you express that better? What are some things we can do? So it might be like making posts on social media. It might be like talking to certain people in your community, things like that to kind of energize, um, to activate that energy. And then there is the persona number. So the persona number is one of my favorites that I channeled kind of the messages for because it's all about the mask you wear. And um, it's kind of funny because the the channeled messages are a little bit bitey. Like in a way. They're a little bit like, oh, you know, like, oh, okay. I'll tell you, for instance, so my persona number is 33. And so the message for it is you wear a mask of transcendence when you are most hurt and lonely. So it's kind of like the little bits of us that like, we don't really want to express, like we don't want to yeah. admit, you know, and that is so true for me. So when I'm feeling the most down or like the most lonely, I kind of tend to be like trying to be the most like Jesus vibes. Like, I don't mind, nothing bothers me you know? <laughs> and it's not true. And so when I work with people on the third week through their persona number, it's like, how are you not expressing yourself? How are you, what, how, when are you doing something that's the opposite of what you really want to do when it comes to- totally you know, expressing yeah. or being vulnerable in each number is so different. So for somebody who is um, a, a persona number eight, which is one of my friends is a persona number eight, it's you wear a mask of boss when you're feeling the most powerless. So when she's feeling kind of powerless, that's when she feels like she has to push through and work really hard and like be the boss. And it's like, no, you need to stop. <laughs> you need to relax a little bit. It's going to be okay. The world's not going to end just because you're not like, in work mode all the time type thing. Mm -hmm. So it's things like that we work through. Then there's the destiny number. That's what you've come here to do. And that's what we really utilize into all the other numbers, all the experiences, all the things that we've talked to in the first three weeks. We're in the fourth week now, right? We're talking about what is it you're here to do? So for example, a destiny number one, their mantra is you are here to lead the way for those that follow you. Well, depending on what their soul urge, their persona number and their life path was, that can look different for each person who has, just because somebody has a destiny number one, doesn't mean they're going to express it in the same way somebody else with the same destiny number might, because it depends on all right. their other energies and their experiences. Wow. And then the completion number, which is the I am statement, like I, I call these mantras, but they're more like statements. <laughs> I just don't have a really good word for them. So the completion number of one, that's my completion number is one. And it's, I am facing my own soul. So it's like, how do my experiences, what I really love to do, the mask that I tend to wear, like the persona I put out there, what I'm doing with all of this stuff. How does that all sum up? Like, how can I sum it all up? in its own unique way. And for me, it's facing my own soul through that experience, through that being who I am. And each person's, again, they're all different. So it's so unique, but that's how I've started to work with people. And it's a lot more powerful because when you have a whole week to like dive into mm -hmm. the lessons you're here to learn, and then you have another week to dive into who you really, what, what you love doing and like what lights you up, because when you're doing what lights you up, you're the most magnetic. So the more, I love the soul urge. Cause so many people aren't living it. Like the more you're doing what you love to do, like the more magnetic you are, the more yeah. you're changing people's lives, the more activated you are. And each week, like you build upon it, there's a lot more, you know, it's going really deep, like in my sessions. Really? but it's all about that because it, you know, like I said, it, people come to me with different things. So like they might want to activate something in business. And again, all of the things that you want to activate in life come back to are you understanding who you are? Are you being who you want to be? Are you really 
taking your self-knowledge and applying it in a certain way. And people come to me for numerology for a lot of different things. Uh, what am I supposed to be doing in life? I feel so lost. I've had people come to me with that. I've had people come to me with, I'm having a hard time with my spouse and how do I keep doing what I want to do, even though that's going on. And they're, they kind of, they think, okay, a lot of people think, well, I'll do a one-time session, you know, an hour and we'll fix this. And it's like, we, well, I could do that. We could do that. But like, digging deeper into who you are, they start to realize that like the experience that they're having or the way that they're feeling in that moment when they approached me, it completely shifts and they become a lot more powerful. It's all about, I just want to make people their most powerful self. I want to not really make them, but activate in them Mm -hmm. that they're powerful and that they're able to, you know, that they can do the things that they want to do and lead the life that they want to lead. And of course, you know, that is the whole thing. Like for me, for my destiny number is I'm here to lead the way for those that follow. So like, I'm just leading the way. I'm just showing people like, here's me being in my power. Here's me doing my things. Here's me living out my numerology. Who wants to come with me? <laughs> Feel free, you know? Absolutely. That's the, like, I think you said this actually right, very close to the beginning of our chat was that, you know, you, you're not yeah, you're not telling anybody anything they don't already have or they already know. You're just highlighting it that you already have what it what you what it takes. You're just I see myself as a catalyst. So because yeah. I'm a life path 44, I'm a solar 22. So I love to build, I love to build up things that everybody can use. I'm a persona number 33, which is like, you know, maybe a little bit too transcendental at times. When I so what I've learned through my persona number is vulnerability. I used to be the person that because of my experiences, I never wanted to cry. I didn't want to show weakness. I had a very hard childhood growing up. And um, the more vulnerable I've become, the more all of the other parts of my life have been activated. And I've been able to heal and help so many people or help. I really say help people heal themselves. Mm-hmm. And my destiny number again of one, you know, putting that through, like they're following that. And it's so funny because I'm a human design. I'm a manifester. Oh. And the manifestors are here to kind of lead the way. So it's like, oh, that matches up. That makes sense. You know? yeah. <laughs> Completely. And then my completion number, it's like through all of that, the more I do that, the more I reach out and I help others and I build things and I, and I be vulnerable, all these things I'm facing myself. I'm learning more about myself more and more. And for any HD kind of nerds out there, my profile is one three, and that's the profile of the investigator and experimenter. So mm. it's like, it met, I'm telling you, it's so weird how well it matches up. <laughs> like yeah. It always, to me, I'm like, that's so creepy. And it, it's creepy in a good way. <laughs> it's, I just only where yeah. can use is creepy, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just all about that. So when you're looking at your numerology as a whole, it's just synthesizing. So what I do with clients is I just help them synthesize it because it's really easy to get kind of bogged down and not know what's going on. And it's also a kind of an allowance thing because um, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to get to this place and I'm going to be on like the peak and I'm good there. And I'm like, no, you're going to fall down sometimes. Like I do and I'm not perfect. And it's a cycle and you're going to have, if if you're in perfection mode, then you'd be dead because you're done. Your experiment's over. (laughs) You can go back now, like back to source. You're dead now, you know? So if you're not dead, you're not, if you're not dead, you're not really quote unquote, you're already perfect, but you're not like in this state of like, I have perfected my experiences. That's, that's when you croak and it's time to go. So (laughs) 
you know, it's, yeah. it's, no. if we're here, we're experiencing trial and error and it's beautiful. And so I try to show people that like, this is not about perfection because you're already perfect. It's just about becoming more autonomous, really. For me, like I always say, like, I want to do numerology for autonomy and autonomy is freedom. It's like being really free in yourself and making your own free choices, abundance and abundance isn't just money. Abundance is flowing of anything that you want or desire that has to do with relationships, work, mm -hmm. money, children, whatever, and um, health, you know, um, anything like that. And then the third is ascension and ascension means ascending, you know, it means rising up. So I want women to rise up. And so a lot of people will say like, well, what's numerology? Who's it for? And I'm like, it's for anybody. It's for people who have no idea what they want to do with their lives. They feel lost. They're in like, what am I going to do? And it's also for people who are pretty sure of what they're doing. And they're pretty, they're doing things in a really mm -hmm. badass way. They're kind of kicking it at life, but they just want to go further. Because honestly, there's never a point in life where you get and you're like, I'm done. Like I said, then you'd be dead or it would be boring. You know? 100%. 100%. So yeah, that's a long explanation for that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This has been so, so great. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah. Where do we go now? I think the biggest, I, I honestly, like I did not think I was going to learn about like quantum numerology. Like I had some other questions, but now it's like taking a shift of like, oh my gosh, he's got, you've told Feel free me to ask them. <laughs> I'm all, yeah. I'm all ears or you're all ears and I'll speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I think I really like how you've touched on that point of, yeah, this is for anybody who's, you know, you say could be at a, a standstill or could be at a turning point or not sure where to go. But then I also love the point where you just highlighted that fact of like, this is for also women who are already doing, or not women, anybody, um, who mostly are already I work with women though. I will say I mostly work with women. I have friends mm -hmm. who are guys, but I, I feel like right now the feminine is what needs to be activated the most. And so mm -hmm. I feel that honestly men and society. No, I'm not much like, I'm not like an antagonist. I love men. I love my husband, but men in society kind of have a sense of like, they are getting a little bit more lost, but I feel like the, the, the men have a sense of like who they are in society and the women, it's kind of a turning point. Where are women going in society? What are they doing? Like we're, we're reaching a new point where women are like creating amazing businesses and abundance, but they're also staying home with their children. And mm. That's why I feel like activating that is most important. Sometimes I work with guys, mostly with women though, just because of that. And I always feel like there, there needs to be more men numerologists too, like males. Mm, can, mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like learning from the same kind of energy you're coming out of. So like coming out of the feminine energy, I'm going to be able to like understand the experience of a woman better. Um, not that I couldn't work with men. Like I said, I have many male friends who have done numerology with, but mostly I work with women. I just feel like that's a, kind of a place where that's activated, but I'd like to see more male numerologists. I'm hoping in the future to um, hopefully start like training people to do what I do in the future, yeah. <laughs> not right now, but in the future, um, because I think that more people know this and can like share it with others, you know, like 100%. it can create this amazing movement of people like changing the way that we think of our energy or our person. Like I said, I just want to move away from the deterministic view of things. Like Mm -hmm. you know, in astrology, like I'm a Virgo. So it's like, well, you're a Virgo, you're organized. And it's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And so it's kind of like that thing, you know, and I want people to move away from that and into like a more understanding of these as energetic tools 
Mm -hmm. Um, just, you know, I, I would love to do that though. I would love to have some men like learn to do numerology for me and then go out and reach other men because I do feel that men are kind of women are like stepping into this power role that we've never had really in history before. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. And now the guys are kind of like, what do we do? <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's I like, like, I'd like to see somebody activate them so that it doesn't become a dichotomy of us versus them. You know, the men, oh, versus, you've just put it out to the universe. So I feel like it's going to yeah. happen now. I'm hoping so. <laughs> totally. Anything could happen. <laughs> well, I think, yes, I think we've definitely learned that in this last little bit of time in all of our lives that anything truly can happen. And it's, and that's why the one thing I loved having you in that goal setting workshop too, that we were in together is that, um, yeah, I know for me, like I kind of just solidified like that manifestation and there's things that I've already been starting to, like you say, dive into and, and ex explore and experience. And it just kind of was like that confirmation for me of like, yeah, I am doing the right thing. And, and in terms of the mom babes, like we're exactly where we need to be. And that's, it's just so cool to, to see and to think what could happen in the, in these next upcoming, upcoming years. It's super cool. Yeah. And you know what, if you want to, we can, um, we can like pause recording or just edit this part out. I can calculate your numbers really fast and then we can bring that into it. And I'd love to like, kind of do like a mini session, you know, like really quickly and kind of go over sure. like what you're doing. It'll just take me one second. So I can, I have to look at, I, I have to take my time, not take my time. I have to like focus with math. <laughs> so I was trying to no calculate problem. in the background of talking. I'm like, this is never going to happen. No problem. Okay. I will, I'll pause it. I can do that. Right. I'll pause recording. We are pausing for part two of the episode. <laughs> okay. Mom babes, we are back now. So we took a little hiatus there, but that's okay because Yiska was calculating my numbers and we were just like chatting about life and babies and it was amazing. So, um, but welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, um, okay. So I guess I'm a little bit nervous and scared, but I guess tell me my numbers. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure. Uh, sorry for the weird noise in the background guys. It was my door is, uh, electronic lock and it was freaking out so it's all good anybody heard that they're like what is that noise so your numbers <laughs> here we go this is really exciting so you know your life path is eight right yes and we talked about that a little bit so your soul urge your soul urge is eight as well and i yeah. love this i love it when the life path and the soul urge are the same because it's so great i mean everybody's numbers are great no numbers are better no combination is better than the other it's just really wonderful because that just means that through your experiences and through the lessons that you learn in life your desires are really coming from that and they're in and they're every experience you have, every lesson that you learn on the path, you just get more and more in touch with what you desire and what you love to do. So the eighth message for the soul urge is at heart, you are the boss who uses your powers to rise in the world and bring others with you. Oh! And so when you're talking about the author program, it's Gosh, like, of course. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense. Cause like you're organizing um, and in what you love doing is organizing people to, yeah. to, come up with you to like, to come up with these ideas with you. So it's all At about heart, that. you are the boss. And then who uses your powers to rise in the world and bring others with you. I'll send you the, okay. 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 So you don't okay. have to worry about taking notes. Okay. <laughs> so your persona number, nobody ever wants to hear this, but I love it. Um, so your persona number is actually a seven and that is very interesting. And, and it's interesting in a good way. So 
That is, you wear a mask of asceticism when you feel the most hurt by life and others. And so asceticism means like self-denial. So a person with the persona number of seven, you tend to, when you're feeling hurt by life or hurt by others, or kind of like maybe somebody's being rude to you or something like that, you tend to kind of self-deny. And sometimes a person, and this really matches up with the eight. So the power, right? That's really an experience of powerlessness. So what the kind of the mask you can wear. So the mask we wear is like when we kind of do the thing that it's, it's not, we don't do the thing that we want to do. So when you feel hurt by life and others, you tend to be like, yeah, okay, maybe I deserve that in a way when you should be saying, no, (laughs) I need to speak up and say something. And that's mostly, you know, when we're the most like not being ourselves. So when we're the most vulnerable and we don't speak up and that doesn't mean that you're always going to feel that way. Like, you know, especially as an eight, there's a lot of force there, but it's something to watch out for when you have a persona number seven is if somebody's doing something that feels hurting or that life is kind of feeling like hurtful, that you really express that you're feeling hurt and you tell people and you speak up and you say, this is hurtful. And then you can, you know, bring that back into power because that's stepping into your power through your persona number. So well, that's that sure. <laughs> no, that definitely aligns because I am someone who is very, I am someone at the same time that is outspoken and is, will say what I'm thinking, but often when I'm hurt or if someone's like accused me of something or like tell, and I, I often will just wear it. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Tell people what to do, but when it comes to persona number, that's the one time I'm like, stop it, yeah, <laughs> stop sure. it now, you know. And it's so easy because, again, you're the eight, so you came to have those experiences. Mm-hmm. Those experiences help you step into power. And of course, you know, especially when it's those closest to us, is when it can be the scariest to say how we feel. So, totally. family, you know, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> thinking about that right now, totally. So, your destiny number, I love this one. So, your destiny number is six. And I was like, I am loving this. So the destiny number six statement is this. You are here to teach the world how to heal. Oh, so now a lot of times you might hear that you might be like, so I'm a doctor or like an energy healer or doing Reiki. It's like, no, like how can you heal people through the work that you do through the experiences of power, through lifting other people up. And also the more that you show up for yourself, mm-hmm. the more that you speak up when you're hurt and you don't wear it and you, you, you know, you tell people anybody it is, that's actually teaching people how to heal because you know, the butterfly effect, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't always have to be public. Every action that you make and even every energetic thought that you put out there has an effect and it could affect just hordes of people I think I could use yeah. a better word than hordes I'm just thinking but Genghis Khan now but <laughs> <laughs> it could affect lots of people tons of people and so the more that you embody those things before that's how you're teaching the world to heal and through your writing through the work that that is healing for people mm-hmm. it really is oh I actually so. have, a, have a little a few tears in my eyes because like that, oh. after the first call like we just have with the authors like it is like we that was totally a huge thing that came up with um with people sharing their stories and starting the process of writing their stories. Um, and even for my sister and I and myself, like writing our story, um, it's, it's incredibly healing. 
So stories are, and that's what I was thinking when you're talking about stories earlier. And I'm like a six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Stories. Because, you know, the stories that we tell, like they help other people follow in our footsteps. And that's what you're doing essentially through like all of the experiences of taking any experience of powerlessness, turning it into power, understanding what that power means for you. Then with the solar edge, uh, really making that power known and bringing other people up with you. Cause like, you know, powerful people, like they lift people up, right. They, they like, you know, somebody's like falling and you grab them and you lift them up. Right. And then through the persona number of kind of like facing those hurtful things mm. and bringing it forward and saying like, Hey, I feel this way. That's going to help people heal through all that work you do. And that's, can you kind of see, and I hope you guys listen, you guys listening can understand like how this works. We're synthesizing it all together. And then the last is a completion number. When I calculated yours, I don't think if you heard me laughing, like kind of like, Ooh, I've never gotten to anybody with the completion number you have. And it's really exciting. So your completion number is 11. It's a master number. So we have 11, 22, 33, 44, what called the master numbers. They're not any more special than the other numbers. They're just based off the first nine digits and they're just vibrating on a different frequency. So what you'll find sometimes is that if you have a master number somewhere in your chart, almost all of everybody else in your household, if not like your spouse will also have one because they tend to just kind of vibrate together. Um, But yours is 11. So that's really special. So your completion number is it's the I am statement and yours is I am the visionary. Yeah, and so I think, can you see how this all connects now with the numbers? I hope you guys listening can understand too. Like this, this is how, this is how I do this. It's, it's connection. So then when we do sessions, it's like, if you can imagine diving deep into each one, that's what it is. This is kind of like a mini, 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 mini session. (laughs) This is kind of like just an example of the energy. Yeah. The sessions are more about diving deep into like, okay, how does this work? Like, what are the mechanics? And it's doing a lot of work that sometimes it doesn't feel fun, but like it ends up being really fun always. So. Well, I was going to say good things sometimes take hard work and hard work can be hard, but it's always so great on the other side. So exactly. And it's, it's hard facing yourself sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I want people to understand that like, it's, it's not about trying to be somebody that you're not. It's not about trying to like become a better you, you know, I really don't like words like that because like you're already you Mm -hmm. and it's just about kind of synthesizing in with who you are and what you want to do and what, how you express yourself and understanding that parts of that and aspects of that are always changing because you're not who you were yesterday. The experiences that you had opened you up to a whole new world every day. And so each time you become somebody different, but you always retain a core essence of who you are in that. That's what the numerology is. It's the core essence. And then we're taking the experiences around us and we're going, okay, I'll take that one, that one, and I'll assimilate it in and kind of like go forward from there. So that's the philosophy of freedom that I'm talking about mostly. (laughs) Yes, God, I just, I'm like, ah, like I'm just like vibrating up here. I love your, your, that voice you did. Like what? (laughs) You need to be. (laughs) This has been so, so amazing. Oh my goodness. Um, Oh yeah. Now I'm just going to have to book a session with you for, I can follow up on all my amazing numbers. (laughs) Yeah. I hope that helped though. I just love doing that because I think it gives people a picture because they're thinking, okay, these numbers, what I do. And I'm like, we're, we're, we're synthesizing them all. And and 
they they always match up. I'm telling you. I'm gonna look at your astrology chart now and show you where that matches up. That's where it gets creepy. Maybe we'll do another show on that one day. Sure. About that's that's a really in-depth one, but it gets creepy in a good way, guys. In a yeah. good way. It's just you know, goosebumps, you know, like at least yeah. like, oh my goodness, how does it know? You know? Totally, totally. But, yeah. well, oh my gosh. Well, I think this has been such a treat. This has been such an amazing way. I feel not only this me personally, I have like that little selfish piece there that like, I got so much from this episode, but I also, I mean, taking away that bonus of you providing my numbers with me, which is so special and so nice of you. So thank you. But of course, beyond from that, like I just, I have learned so much today and I just think it's so cool to like tap into things that maybe you don't know much about. And I think like, whether you like you know much about it or you believe in it or you don't believe in it. I just think it's super cool to bring people into your life that can open your mind to something else. So Yiska, thank you for being that person for me today and all of our listeners. Thank you. I enjoy it. I love, like I said, I love, I eat, sleep, breathe numerology and like to get, to get to do people's numerology, to get to explore their life experiment with them is it lights me up. Like it makes my whole day exciting and I love it. It's, it's what I do. Okay. I'm here for (laughs) exactly. So with that, before we sign off, where can people find you? So you can find me right now on Instagram. That's where I most, that's pretty much where I primarily work from. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. That's my headquarters, my headquarters (laughs) of life is Instagram. (laughs) Um, and I'm on there as Yiska Yvonne. So it's just Y I S K A H Y V O N N E. That's it. And I'm also on clubhouse now. Um, clubhouse is a new app. It's audio based and I'm on there as Yiska. So just Y-I-S-K-A-H. And I'm hoping to open up some numerology rooms where I can do discussions and people can ask questions. I do that on Instagram as well, though. I go live practically every day and you can, if people come in and I'm doing a live, give me your numbers, ask me a question. I answer them, but I'm hoping to do that on Clubhouse as well. I'm new there. So we'll see how that goes. Amazing. That is so amazing. And I'll tag you in the show notes um, as well so that people um, can go there too. But yeah, and the links are all in my bio on Instagram. If anybody wants to book a session or just see what's going on, I have a workshop coming up actually um, on the 22nd of January. Um, and it's all about abundance and numerology. And so um, it's $11 until Sunday. So I don't know if that's going to, if this will be out by then, you might want to edit it, but it's $33 um, to join the workshop. So right. maybe we'll be get on this and get that up there for them. Uh, oh my gosh, this has just been so great. And I, I feel like I'm just now your new bestie. So <laughs> we are best friends now. <laughs> I have, I've declared it. <laughs> So thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait um, for us to connect soon. Thank you so much. All right, mom babes, that's it for this pep talk. We hope your cup is full and we thank you for making the choice to prioritize you today. If you enjoyed today's episode and want more information, then head on over to our website at themombabes.com forward slash podcast. Or better yet, share this episode over on Instagram. It's pretty much our favorite place to hang out. So until next time, keep showing up and rocking your best self.